Hey, Dum Dums, it's Sally. Uh, Jen and I are still on hiatus, but we're so excited to come back in just a couple weeks. But for this week, instead of posting an old episode, we're doing something a little different and bringing you an episode of one of our favorite podcasts, The Local News. Uh, These are our friends, Alex Stone and Tommy Jonigan, who you guys have heard us talk about. They're both very funny comedians, writers, producers, uh, all around great guys. And their podcast is all the news that won't make you sad. So I hope you guys enjoy and then go over to the local news and subscribe. And we will see you guys in a few weeks. Can you say welcome to the local news? Yeah. Perfect. Good morning. Hello. Welcome to the local news. I am Tommy Jonigan. And I, well, I'm Alex Stone. And this is the news that won't make you sad. We find stories from across the country and around the globe, staying away from politics and pop culture, because who needs that shit? We're off a little. Our timing's off a little. Well, we had a little bumpy start. You know, you had a bumpy start behind the curtain. I'll I'll take it. I had a bumpy start. A little uh, little recording mishap. What'd you call that? What'd you call that? A mishap. Either way, miscommunication. Miscom. Bumpy start. You fucked it up. But here we are. We're in it. We're back. All right. We're better than ever. Let me tell you something. Let me get this. Let me get this out there. Okay. You I'm got something little, to get off your chest. I'm a little sore today. Okay. How are you sore? I'm a little sore today. I played a pickup softball game yesterday. Oh, I knew it. I knew we were going to talk about it. Played a pickup softball game. A lot of fun. A lot of fun. I made maybe top three greatest sports plays in my entire life in the softball game. Is there video? There was no video. That was the first thing people told me when I got back to the infield. They couldn't believe that no one was recording. But I got a Where whole are you playing here? group of people willing to back me up. We played at a park. It just kind of, there was a pivot. So it was going to be at Glassell Park. Then that field was all cattywampus. I never made it there, but I got a last well, minute text. I got text. no word on the pivot. Well, I got a last minute text, I think because you didn't respond to the email saying you were coming. Don't you talk to me like that. Saying we're going to this other park near uh, Atwater Village. And uh, it was just, you know, good field. There was a... Uh, a big chain link fence that served as like a green monster type situation uh, in right field. That's but in the, f- the field you ended up. That's in the field we ended up playing. Uh, yeah. It was fun. Um, enough people for two uh, two teams. Exactly. Uh, I'm, a, I'm playing center field. Someone rips a ball straight yeah. over my... Is this my, the hot play? This is the hot play. I'm into okay. it. Okay. You just Stra- jumped into it. Straight over my head, okay? Right. I turn to chase. I slip a little bit. I'm wearing running shoes. I don't have baseball cleats. I slip a little bit in this very dry outfield gla- grass. I take a full sprint, okay? I get to the ball. It's, it's cooking. It's sizzling, this ball. I think in my head, I think I might have to dive for this ball. No, you're too I, old. I think, and then... I some version of don't die for the ball crosses my mind. And so I jump and reach up full sprint, mid stride, leaping catch, keep running, pull it down for the third out. It's hard to describe how great this catch was, but everyone, both teams just start screaming. Everyone just stops where they were is where they are. Wait for me to come to the infield, start high fiving me. I mean, I rode that high all day. I mean, I'm still feeling good. I thought about it first thing when I woke up this morning. 
Oh, I love it. What How'd I mean, you do I'm, with the plate there? You know, the plate I could do a little better. All right, I'm. Uh, I went, I think, two for four, maybe at the plate. Uh, I got to work. It's been a while since I hit. Anybody put one over that fence? This this guy, Jason Burke. You know, Jason Burke. He's a very funny comedian. Good guy. He could have. He he put one off the middle of that fence. If he would have just pulled and tried to yank what it. What do you think uh, the, down the, the line? What, how many feet are we doing here? It's a uh, to the fence. Yeah, maybe only two hundred feet to the fence, but the fence is very high. It's kind of just green like, monster. It's like the green monster. Yeah, yeah. It's a short field, but it's high fence. A lot of them off the fence. He put one off the middle of the fence on a fly, and then one off the bottom of the fence. Um, so I really think he could have got. You give him enough swings, he could have got it over. Nobody these, else came close, though. What's going on? Feels like everybody should be doing it. Well, he was a le- he was the only left hander with some. Pop I'm in a the lefty, back. so you could you got a shot. It, there's no fence in in left field. Oh, hello. Who was that? Everett. Hey, Everett. Can you hear me? Do you want to say anything to the pod, Everett? Do you want to say something to Alex? No. <laughs> okay. All right. What do you think, Alex? Smells good or stinky pants? Stinky. Okay. Interesting. Interesting. You heard now, it here first, guys. I did forget to put on deodorant this morning, so I don't know where she's getting her information. Maybe from my dog? We've got a mole yeah, she's, over here. Uh, Everett, uh, what do you call those uh, reporters that are always, they got some... Uh, they always got the bead on, so they got they got some inside information on everything. Adrian Wojcikowski. She's one of those. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. She's uh, the uh, Pharaoh, but for stinky people. She just, she just <laughs> got rough Ronan Pharaoh, but for stinky. Yeah. <laughs> She's on it. Um, I interrupted there. So as a lefty, I come into this park. I'm going to be putting them over, right? If you got some pop in your bat, you could put it over the fence. I got the- all the pop. I'm buying a bat. <laughs> here's the thing. I got. I got. Here's a. You got to get a glove. Mm-hmm. I got a glove. You talking to me? Uh, we played catch. <laughs> that's. That's. Uh, I didn't know if you still had it. We played catch. I didn't have a glove. I had to go out and buy two gloves. Uh. Wait. Why do you got two gloves? Well, Mora played. I had to get a glove for Mora. Oh, Heather's got a glove. Oh, yeah, Here's the thing, I don't know if Heather's got a baseball mitt or a, a softball mitt, and I don't know if mine's a baseball mitt or a softball mitt either. As long as you don't have like a like a shortstop's glove, which I doubt you'd have, like, I, I think a baseball mitt would fine. As long as it's not like it's cut off at your, you're exactly at your fingertips, you'll be all right. No, we're good. I, um, I'm going to be out of town this week. We're taking our first trip. Um Going to pay respects to Heather's grandmother's wonderful woman, uh, 101 years old. Wow! And she left us. Uh, oh, okay. Solid life, sweetest person you've ever met. You made it we're seem like Chicago. You made it that. seem like you were going to a birthday party, and then you. <laughs> you don't understand what pay your respects mean. I no, can't. I can't help be, you learn the you language. S- you we said speak all she, of a sudden. You said she is 101 years. You said he is. I think. We'll have to go back and listen to the tape. I no. I, you listen to this tape. I believe I started with going to pay my respects, and she was 101, or is 101. I may have just said 101, but uh, here's what you got to do: you got to operate with the fact that you know me, and you know what this trip I is. I've talked about it to you in real life. The trip. Also, when you say pay your respects, no one goes to a birthday party, jumps out, <laughs> turns the lights on, and goes, "Here's what I respect you." Then they respect. should. Hey, can I tell yeah. you something? That's a problem with birthday parties. You might like birthday parties more if people told you how much they respect you. I hate birthday parties. Um, but I'm going to be out of town. This I also got... You remember... I don't even know if we did a pod. Had a back thing for a while. I, I was boxing. 
I don't know. If, I don't want to repeat myself on this pod. People think it's boring enough. Um, <laughs> I was boxing. I do three boxing lessons. I don't. I do nothing for the better part of six months. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yep. And that's when people ask me when I was walking around all hunched over. It's like, what did you do? And yeah. my answer was nothing for six months because it wasn't the boxing that hurt me. It was the mm-hmm. thing that I didn't do for six months, which was nothing. Right. Um, and I, I'm telling you, I it was. There were times because it went on for enough days mm-hmm. that I thought, this is it. This is my life now. Yeah. When I stood up, I would hit, I would come to a hunched over position and then I would be locked in that position and I'd have to walk around and then it slowly warmed up where I could go upright. Mm-hmm. No quick movements, no quick turns. All of a sudden, the back starts feeling a little better. Uh, yeah, you I got in that tub. I, gun. Got in that I didn't tub get in the too. tub like you suggested, but right. I did. I, I rubbed some ointments. I oh. put some lidocaine pads on there. Blue emu. Just masturbated regularly. Oh, I heard that. Did good. all the things you're supposed to do with a back injury. Yeah, absolutely. Back gets better. Then all of a sudden, I wake up the other day. Can't can't look to my right. Neck locked up. <laughs> <laughs> so I feel like I'm gonna I'm gonna take this week to go to this oh, funeral. Oh my god recover my body then be uh, back the next week ready to play yeah. some soft ball you're on the il what's going on with this neck you can't look to your left can't look to your you can't look to your right i can look to my left what are you talking about don't come at me is this a sleeping thing or is it uh, i think it's a sleeping thing you know what oh, wow. i did um uh and i here's my I'm j- this is just a guess my friend mm-hmm. i um do a zoom with the guys from the v cut Every Friday, we've done it every Friday since lockdown started. We still do it, even though the world is opening up a bit. We've got our vaccinations. We still do it because it's really the only time that the 10 and 12 of us could be together. And we're running strong. We're leading up to a cabin trip. We're going to Big Bear. Mm-hmm. We're gonna. It's going to be our big in-person hang. We're going to go there for a couple of days. Big thing. So we're doing these Zooms. Mm-hmm. And our Zoom finale is, uh, I believe, June 4th. That's when we're going to finale it. You can yep. still opt in. You can continue to Zoom if you want. But the okay. thing we had talked about was just kind of my worry, and this may come from um, all the sadness of my birthday party, people not showing up and, and uh-huh. making friends with people, and then they never see them again for the rest yeah. of your life. I was like, this thing has been so big. It's been so important. It's helped me through the quarantine. Don't know how I would have made it without it. I go, we need to have a finale, like a big, we all log in at the same time and stay on as late as we can and, and pay it its respects. It, uh-huh. it deserves it. Because normally... There's been times where I've gone on that Zoom. I've been up there till 4 a.m. And what's happening now is it's starting to fizzle. Yeah. It's a little fizzle. And I'm like, this thing deserves better than a fizzle out. Uh-huh. So we're doing a finale. And the example of the fizzle is this past Friday, we log off at like 1.15, which I would say is about the earliest I've logged off that thing since it started. It, it's now, always been a thing that start? Tell people what time it starts. It starts about 9 p.m. now. Okay. used to start at 8.30 starting to fizzle you know okay. what i mean that's how fizz. fizzles start a little fit so then i'm getting on at like 9 30 now because the girls and i watch uh sydney to the max during ian kessler every friday um uh, <laughs> on disney yeah and then now i'm getting on later so it started to fizzle so i come in early it's what's 1 everyone's asleep and i think this is great i'm awake uh i'm i'm, I'm i was planning mentally to be up until 3 a.m for mm-hmm. the zoom so i'm gonna watch i'm gonna get back onto deadwood I got some episodes of okay. Deadwood yeah. I haven't seen. Turn on Deadwood, wake up at about 3.30, sitting upright, just my head all cocked to the side. 
And I think that's what fucked my neck. Ah, I just did a full dad sleeping, ah, sitting up move. You got Deadwood neck. Okay. I got dead you neck. Tell me, you didn't tell me a dead neck. That's rough. The, the waking up with an injury from being asleep is the hardest one to uh, uh, to walk around with. That's a tough one. That's I wish there one. was something. Then I went and I slept in. Um, Everett has just commandeered. Everett just took one day. She was like, I want to sleep in Harper's room. And she's never left. She's just become that roommate you can't get rid of. Uh-huh. Just, I want to. Can I? Do you mind if I stay with you for a couple nights until things uh, get going back on my feet? And it's just there forever. So now Everett's room is just vacant. So instead of risking waking Heather up at 3 a.m., I crawled into Everett's bed, got a bit of a soft pillow. I'm a side sleeper. I think that may have also contributed. Oh wow! To the yeah, double, uh, double barrel. These soft pillows are bananas. I don't need that. I can't find. Here's the thing about me. I'll tell you a little about me. You know, you talk about you. I'll tell you about me. Okay. I got soft pillow. I go the other way. I go. I'm going to get a memory foam pillow. Fucked my neck up on a memory foam pillow. I'm like the Goldilocks of pillows over here. I can't find that perfect pillow though. There's no medium pillow. I'm either getting too soft or I'm getting too hard. I don't know hmm. where you're getting your pillows, but I'm I'm struggling oh, dude. to find. I, I don't know. It makes me think you haven't even put in work because there's so many different pillows now. I so much I'm, information, so I'm many trying. details. We have seven pillows on our bed, and none of them are good for my head. So I mean, I've tried seven pillows that we currently own. I went out. I bought that memory foam pillow. Now it's just a. It's just an extra headboard. Is what that thing is. <laughs> it's Heather just, just bought pillows that were built for side sleepers. And they're great. What are you, side sleeper, back sleeper, I start, sleeper, I, boner down, boner up, boner on the side? Everything but a back, uh, excuse me, but a, but a belly sleeper. I start on my side, my shoulders start to hurt, I'll flip to my other side, my shoulders starts to hurt, then I'll go to my back, and then it all starts over again. So, mostly a side sleeper is how I would define myself. Ah, uh, Me too. Never a belly sleeper. Moore and I went, before uh, you couldn't go into places like this, Moore and I went to Tuft and Needle. It's a mattress store. It's a mail order mattress store, but they got a brick and mortar place over here if you want to go in and try out their mattresses. And uh, you go in there and one of the first things they ask you is, what kind of sleeper are you? Side, back, whatever. And we're in there looking around. We hear this uh, employee ask this guy, uh, what kind of sleeper are you? He goes, I'm a belly sleeper. And she goes, oh, you shouldn't do that. It's terrible for your back. And Moore and I were both like, I don't think you can say, like, I, th- I think you just go, <laughs> then you want this mattress. I don't think you could just like start critiquing this guy's yeah. life and the way that he sleeps. But, yeah, is this a, a mattress store in a doctor's office? What's going on in here? Exactly. He, he walked out there. He walked out without a mattress. I yeah, you just said, that's I'm like good. we don't sell to your kind is yeah, basically yeah. what she's saying. You can get out. Oh shit, I had a thing. I was th- right when we were in the middle of the, the the mattresses and the pillows and the whatnots. I forgot it. Let's if you want, I can tell you about my second uh greatest baseball softball play of all time, if you'd like. I mean we can move on or I can tell you about the number two. I mean, I'd love to hear it. Softball play. This was so I tell you about the How one many I made. Errors. May I interrupt? 
Because I'm real worried about a lot of errors in the field. Oh, don't be, don't be. All you got to do is really put a ball in play, and your batting average is about five six hundred. Am I uh, getting bullied for errors? No, no, no. Oh, okay, no, no. okay. I'd say this was the right balance of casual and competitive, where it's like everyone knows, you know, all bets are off when the ball's coming to you for the most part. But we also kept score, and people oh, wanted yeah. to win. So I'm, I, I think I'm the right balance balance of uh, casual and competitive. Uh, yeah. We'll talk about it. So my second best softball catch was the last time I played softball. So this, I'm telling you, back years ago, we're going back years ago. So I played softball. This was the last time I played softball before Sunday. So I make, I'm in left field. Josh Sneed joke right now. I'm in left. I'm in left field, and a guy hits a sinking line drive towards the line. Okay, Uh I take off running this one it's low it's going down i have to dive for it i dive lay out full extension catch this ball slide roll pop up in my glove similar situation both teams everyone goes crazy what what sets it apart though is that when i get up to plate uh at the bottom of that inning the umpire before i step into the box he says son i just want to tell you it's plays like that that's why I come out here in Empire. <laughs> oh, God. The but as a, a, a part of the story I leave out most of the time is that in that very next inning, left field, a guy hits a screamer to the gap. I take off. This is the other direction. It's the left field, center field alley. And I go, ah, I think I got a shot at diving another one. And I dive at this ball. I miss it by what feels like inches and I'm later told was maybe five to six feet. Like people said, <laughs> for as amazing as the first catch was, it was the complete opposite on this last one. I, I just erased it. Yeah, yeah. Could have um, looked less cool. You know what? Since you asked, I'll tell you about the time I tell was playing softball. It. Tell me about it. I'm at, um, there's some great debate about this story from my uh, pals in St. Louis. I'm, I'm touring. I'm living in St. Louis. My buddies are in a softball league. We go... They go, basically, I'm on the road all the time, and they're like, whenever you're home, if you have a a Sunday off, there's always someone that misses a game. So you come and you fill that spot. I go, this is great. So I come first time. Who's missing? The pitcher. So it's a slow pitch softball. It's got to be the certain height. There's no fucking wacky business. Uh But balls and strikes, baby. So I go, well, the pitcher's gone. I mean, obviously... I haven't held a softball in 20 years. It seems like someone else should take that. Nobody wanted to take the reins. Nobody wanted to help me out. I was going to play behind the plate, let somebody else pitch, nothing. Mm-hmm. So I get up there, I'm pitching. First inning, we're playing a team, bit of a bit of a group of assholes, if you don't mind me saying. <laughs> okay. Uh, here's what's happening. Taking walks. Uh, you slow can't pitch walk softball. in softball. Slow pitch softball. Get out of town. Even if it's not a dead center pitch, you have time to reset your yeah. feet and fucking knock the socks out of that ball. You got time to bat left-handed if you're standing in there oh, right-handed. Oh, I hated it so much, and they're cheering every time they take a walk. Oh, I believe gross. I go down something like seven or nine to nothing in the first inning. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm there. I'm mad at that team. I'm mad at my friends. Uh-huh. I'm mad at Heather. We hadn't even met yet. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. I'm. This is way back in the day. I'm mad at everything. Yeah. Uh-huh. I come in the dugout. And steaming. I mean, you know me enough to know that I give up nine (laughs) innings and these guys are fucking taking walks. Not a Uh, happy camper. Right. Go up there, do my work at the plate, get back on the mound, baby. 
This seven innings of softball. Guess what happens when we go into the seventh? We're going into the top of seventh. Guess what the score is? I I, I got nine say, to nine, yeah. motherfucker. Okay, not another one Held the whole him. game. No hit you. And no hit these nine. people. So I got nine. Now I give up nine. Give them not another one for the rest of the game. That's beautiful. Then I get a couple guys on. Uh-huh. Bit of trouble here. Yeah, we got two outs. Stressful inning. Guy hits one into center field. My buddy scoops it, throws it on a rope. I'm running like a receiver. Uh-huh. Catcher's covering home, but I'm also the runners coming in. So I'm like, I think I got a better shot. I can catch and tag this guy. Yeah, and I catch the ball in stride uh-huh. and. As fast as I can, because speed is an is an issue here. I need to tag him before he hits yeah. the plate. I'm not trying to hurt anybody, but I accidentally basically backhanded this guy with my glove <laughs> uh-huh. with the ball in it across yeah. his face. He leaves his feet. He's uh-huh. in the dirt. They come out of the dugout like some sure. shit's going to start, right? Yeah. You know the reason that we didn't fight them was because I was so oblivious to the fact that people are... <laughs> I'm screaming. I'm like, fucker! You know fucker! Third yeah. out. We go back up. My buddy comes on. He gets on base. I come out. Bottom of the seventh. Uh-huh. Game tied. This is where the debate is. I uh-huh. hit a walk-off home run. Okay. But because there's no fence... My friend refuses to call it a walk-off home run. <laughs> he wouldn't even a, give you point of ins- contention inside the parker. It's a home run's a home run. No. If you circle the bases, he won't give it. I to you. circled the bases like a son of a bitch. That's oh, a home run. I still get. I I was worried about how excited that it was just so exciting. Yeah. The, the the I was like, is this what is everything downhill? Do I have to become a <laughs> softball player now? Is yeah, this heroin yeah. for me? I gotta chase this high. I can't wait to get back out there now that I'm. 12 years older and more out of shape. I think it's going to be the exact same. Well, can I tell you? My, my gap I'm bringing my gap, kids. Uh, your gap to my gap was about the same. I, I made the second greatest play I've ever made. So I'm telling you, there's some there's some magic left in their shoes, I think. I am doing... I'm so excited about this. I hope it doesn't fall apart before I get to play. Before no, my body can just act as though it's fine to get up out of bed and chairs and then just you, right into a softball game. Your body started to deteriorate the moment you agreed to play softball. Do you think <laughs> that your body is telling you something <laughs> about doing this? It's like, where we, are we, you hurting? We don't want to do it. My arm is sore and my, my hips are a little sore. There's a, uh, you know, I'm doing a lot of this long distance run. I'm doing a lot of aerobic activity. I switched to this stop, start anaerobic. I'm not, uh, I'm not used to it. So I got some sore, diff, uh, new What's sore muscles. What's this aerobic muscles. stuff you're doing? I'm doing the, the aerobic is the long distance running. The anaerobic is like the quicker, faster oh, stop start. Like that. Um, so I'm sore. My, I made a couple good throws. And uh, on the second one, my, my arm was like, hey, man, maybe we don't do that anymore. Felt, uh, yeah. felt a little pull. But my elbow is sore, sorer than my shoulder this morning, which Ooh. I didn't see coming. How do but, we... Pick time teams of my life. Here. Divide teams here. Well, Jono, uh, who put it all together, was well, there was brief talk of captains, but then everyone was like, ah, it could be weird with people getting picked last. So Jono, just like two by two, was like kind of just parted the sea, like you there, you there, girl, two girls on separate teams, two girls, and then down, on down the line. So it was just very casual. Hmm. Very casual. There's still people pick last in that version, though. I was close to last. I'll tell you that. I was like, <laughs> I made a joke to Moore the night before. I was like, I, I was like, what if I got picked last? And she laughed and then uh, almost came true. Was she, where was she? She go higher than you? 
She went higher than me. She was maybe a second overall pick uh, oh, to well, one of these how's teams. How's her game? Uh, she did better than we all thought she would, but than I and herself. She made a... Here's, here's how it would sum up Moore's day. She made a great stop on a ball that everyone was like, hey, she played second base. And then she uh, missed the first base by quarter, by a country mile on the throw. Mm-hmm. So it's real up and down, real up and down. Where's the uh, where's the situation here? We, 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 we got dugouts? We separated? We all hanging out as one? Well, there's one dugout. That's uh, okay. I thought there'd be one dugout in a public park like this. Yeah. there's Well, there's two, but since only one team was... Everyone played the field. Uh, oh, right, right, right. You had the exact just shared, numbers. Just shared one, yeah. Are you playing 10? Uh, yeah, four outfielders. Yes. Yeah. All right. Four outfielders. P- pitch to your own team. No strike. Oh. No strikeouts looking. You can strike out swinging and no walks. Was the, was the rules. All right. I like this. A lot of good time. Let me tell you, let me, before we get into this, one more softball story. Here's my lowest moment in softball. Maybe sports history. Playing softball, guy pitches to me. Re- this guy's a little drunk. He's beer league softball. He's a little drunk. He's having a good time out there. He throws this ball a mile high. I I come out of my shoes swinging at this thing, and I I spin myself into the dirt, and I miss it. And he goes, ah! Everyone cheers for him. Got a got a swinging strike, and I go, not again. I'm I'm gonna fucking kill this ball. And this asshole, he's a little drunk. He pitches this next pitch through his legs. He goes globetrotter style behind his back. Through He's his, on your own team? No, this is on. This is a different. This is a different team. This is way back when. He goes Ugh, behind I his back. This guy. Through his legs up in the air. I go, you piece of shit. And I go, this ball's going to the parking lot. I I think you see where it's going. I couldn't have missed this ball by more. I closed my ah. eyes. I just totally missed it. Why? I thro- Why I, you close your eyes? I was just. I just wanted it. It's so hard. I'm embarrassed. I I missed the ball. Everyone on his team cheers. I throw my bat at the chain link fence. I'm so mad. So that, I love that. So then the extra salt in the wound is I get yelled at by the umpire for throwing my bat. He goes, "Hey, none of that." <laughs> I have to just pick it up, <laughs> pick it up, and then walk to the dugout. Um, real low point for me. I can bring my kids, right? You can bring your kids. Yeah, yeah. Did anybody bring. else bring their kids? There were no kids there, but... Uh, I'll tell you what. If I bring my kids, uh, they're going to get a couple licks in. I'll tell you that much right now. They're going to get a couple licks? Kind of swing the bat? Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Okay. I'm not going to be able to not do that. Put them up there. Have some All right, fun. Let's do it. Um, what do we want to do? Just like two stories? This is fucking crazy. Here's All the right. thing. I noticed this. I don't remember where we were, but I was like, you know what? We did the right amount of banter, the little pre-show <laughs> chit-chat, and then we started telling softball stories. I can't. I, I think people have probably thrown their phones in a river by now. Can I tell you what it was? It is was this like, entertaining? I what? hate this right now. <laughs> I'm back knows? to doing stand-up. I'm doing stand-up again. I'm doing this podcast. All I'm doing is just inviting insecurities and worried that people think I suck. Can I tell you? I know exactly what the moment was. Was it was we could have started, and then I was like, you know what? I got to get my second greatest. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, your second one started my softball out, story. I got to get this out and into the world. I mean, make it a great play. Maybe feel like I got people got to know. People know you know I, what I think about all the time is I think about you pointing out the fact that people probably don't come to this podcast for the news. They yeah. probably come just to have a thing that they like to listen to. A couple of mm-hmm. guys 
make i mean do you think that this is just for us should we just put this on our phones and not release it wide <laughs> is there any chance people will enjoy this episode i think people will enjoy this episode here's why i think that they oh, don't I'm come for the news up. is as the guy who reads the news i do a bad job so no one is like coming to be like well what ha- well what happened like i get so much i don't much, think you do a bad job i get so Take much wrong every week that if someone is coming for the news they have to be furious every week in their car at the amount of information I, I get wrong. Great job. I appreciate you saying that, but I, I really think objectively, if you were to compare my interpretations of the story to the stories themselves, I think it you could be you could put the numbers in, and it would it would be shocking how bad of a job I do. No, you're great. Well, thanks for building me up. With that, will you want to do a couple stories if you get into this? You got a couple hot ones in there? My coffee cooled off. I'll tell you that right now. <laughs> I got a couple stories for you. Top stories. Let's go. Top story number one sent into us by Kevin Wilson on Twitter. Did you know mammals? Did you know? Can breathe through their anus in emergencies. This is a this is the headline of the story. It's a study. <laughs> it's shocking information. There's a team of Japanese scientists. I'm, I can breathe out through mine. <laughs> is that what you're talking about? I'm talking about taking a deep gasp in, my man. Oh no! A team of Japanese scientists has shown it's possible for mammals to absorb oxygen via the anus. Okay, so they have known for a while. That some there's some fish that can do this. Uh, I'm trying butt so, breathers. So there's some 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 loaches. What do you think a loach is? Like a leech and a roach. Loaches, catfish, sea cucumbers, orb weaving spiders. They can in emergencies, low oxygen, can't get any breaths in. They can absorb oxygen through their little animal buttholes. Okay. So they do enough to survive, enough to prolong survival. So apparently, you can't live like that indefinitely, but you can prolong survival until you can start breathing again. There's more oxygen. Someone resuscitates you, I guess. So they do. Excuse me. I mean, do you gotta like um, try to do it? Like you gotta kind of like flex your butthole and purse it, almost like a fish breathing is what it kind of looks like. I bet. Well, do you have so, to do that? Do they think, or does it just do it on its own out of pure survival instincts? So here, I'll, I'll start reading for you. The rectum has a mesh of fine blood vessels just beneath the surface of its lining, which means that drugs administered through the anus are readily absorbed into. Yeah, the we've all heard that story. Okay. People drinking wine or beer through their buttholes. People putting drugs in their buttholes. People right. doing everything exactly. with their buttholes. Butt chugging. Never so heard of oxygen though. This made the team wonder whether oxygen could be delivered into the bloodstream in the same way. To answer, why can't we be a team like that? I hate to interrupt you, but sure. I want to be on a team like that. Uh huh. Doesn't that sound very close to what we're doing here, <laughs> where they're just sitting around? Being like, you know, people put drugs in their butts. I wonder, yeah. you think they can breathe in their butt? The, and then the, they just go do science stuff with it. We've the, done all the work that they've done up the, to the science part. The difference between these people and people sitting around in the middle of the country going, I wonder what would happen if I put an M80 in a frog's mouth. They're, it's a very similar group. It's like yes. the nugget is the same. So to answer this question, they decided to carry out experiments on oxygen-deprived mice, pig, and rats Aww. using... Two methods, okay? Now, before you start on, before you start playing the fiddle for these pigs, 
They were going to deliver the oxygen into the rectum in gas form and infusing an oxygen-rich anima in the same route. Now, to get to get their little animal buttholes ready, they uh, stimulated them by rubbing it to cause a little bit of inflammation. So they had to. I'm going to tell you. I'm gonna, you know what I'm going to need? I'm going to need to see the hard drives of all these scientists because I don't. <laughs> That doesn't seem completely necessary. I just want to know who pitched it. I want to know who was the first guy that's like, we we should probably stimulate the butthole first, right? I mean, we're not going to just go right in. We should stimulate it. I'd love to know if it happened that way or if they did it first and it didn't work. And then someone was like, you know, what if we play with them a little bit? (laughs) You know, this is, and I'm not saying this is from personal experience, but I've heard. I had a roommate once that said when he was trying to put stuff in his butthole that he needed someone to stimulate it. Someone that it felt better. I mean, it worked better if you played with it a little bit for just a little while. <laughs> what before. is going on over there? So they they prepped the rectum and then they put uh, a little <laughs> ox the rectum. They put a little <laughs> oxygenated per. They put some stuff in there and it worked. It prolonged their survival. Did How they long- kill him? I think, look, I think, look, I'm not trying to make this a sad podcast, a little sad cast over here. I think some of them died, and that's really? how you know, because you have to have a control oh. group for the study to work. You have to have ones that you're not playing with their buttholes, and then you have to have Jesus, the ones you're playing with their man. buttholes. And so the ones that you play with their buttholes, they lived longer than the ones that uh, passed away. So that got them thinking, you know, I bet they could, I bet we could do this with people. Now, you can't be out here running, uh, uh, you can't be out here running tests on human beings, but I guess there's this oxygen rich liquid that's it's a lot of science words I can't say that they already use in medical settings. And they were like, I, I feel like if we put that into people's buttholes, that they yeah. could start living longer. So really all that's standing in a way of knowing if people can breathe through their butts is volunteers at this point, I think. If enough people volunteer, I think uh, we can know the answer. But mammals can do it. And we it's, are. Here's the thing. We are. I mammals. promise. We're just people going to start smoking cigarettes out of their butt. But that's probably going to be the first thing they can do. If you I, if you get it to where you say you can breathe out of your butthole, they're going to start smoking cigarettes from their butts. I think you start smoking the devil's lettuce. I think people are going to start puffing some weed down there. For oh, sure. somehow something I said turned Siri on. Can you hear her? No. No. It's also a guy's voice. That's never happened before. No, weird. Did I tell you that, uh, I said this on the podcast, that Siri turns on uh, when I talk to my dog all sweet. I call her my sweetie, and uh, Siri goes, hey, what's up, bud? Every time, I, every time I talk to my dog, I go, uh, our dog's name is Birdie. We call her Bird for short. Uh, one day I walk in, and I go, I got my headphones on. That's when it happens, because they're Bluetooth headphones. I go, uh, who's a little bird, just like that? And mm-hmm. Siri goes, oh, I got gotcha. you. And then Siri just starts reading me the dictionary definition on what a bird is. So I, I'm talking to my dog, and then I just get the definition of, well, a bird is a little flightless, uh, or a flightless animal that can fly. I got hollow bones. If it weren't for your birdie, we would we would be re- recording in your living room right now. You got no, a mean dog on your hands. From what she's I hear. not a mean dog. She's a sweetie. She's a sweetie. Seems like a mean dog. Unless you're a mailman outside. I am a mailman. (laughs) Well, all right. Then you're right. We got some Um, Next week, let's record 
in person. Let's have our first in person pod. We'll do it on Monday. Sound good to you? Before we go to the baseball game, we're going to a baseball game next. Oh Monday. shit! I forgot that was next Monday. Who's in? What's the squad? Me, you, Andy Woodhall. Unless he bails because he moved to Santa Monica and we never He's see him bailing. anymore. He's bailing. And Delip Rao. Uh, vaccine boys. Get vaccine the band boys. Back together. Star of Avatar. We're Inception. doing it. All right. And Andy, who lives in Santa Monica. I'm in. Andy's out, but I'm in for sure. All right. Cardinals going to watch the the. Speaking of birds. Going to watch the Cardinals uh, play the Dodgers. Can't wait for someone to beat all of us up when we get there. That'll be fun. <laughs> fun thing to look forward to. That's uh, Pujols now. We can kind of cheer. For oh, Pujols. yeah. That's fun. I forgot about that. Oh, that'll be the first time he sees them, too. Uh, in the cards. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's going to get a big or standing orgasm. Yeah, that's fun. All right. We want to go. You got ta- one more story. What's your favorite story? Uh, Sex, crime, hero, top two. You know what? I am going to do local sex here. We're going to go to local sex here. Local sex. Okay, because I think this is an interesting story. It's topical. It's timely. Local sex. Get ready for sex-crazed zombie cicadas known as flying salt shakers of death. Now, you are aware... That they don't are, talk about sex with humans in your local sex segment. No, 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 no. They, 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 there are cicadas coming out. Seventeen years. Did you see? Were you in uh, the Midwest when these cicadas last came? You had to have been. You've seen the cicadas, right? The seventeen-year cicadas. I'm the, sure. Didn't clock. Uh, that's me. crazy. I mean, that's wild. So there are these cicadas. Every 17 years, they come out in mass, all right? A lot of cicadas. They're making a lot of noise. They're flying around. These things are as big as your car. They're running into you. They're harmless, totally harmless, but they're loud. They're big. They're freaky looking. There are some, right? There is a psychedelic fungus, okay? This is what's interesting, that affects 10% of the cicadas, of the 17-year cicadas, which is a huge number. 10% of them are infected with this fungus that eats away, changes their brain. It's like a little parasite, right? That they come out, they lose their butts, they lose their genitals. But what it does is it makes them completely sex crazed and they fly around totally possessed by this fungus, having sex with everything and anything that they can. Whatever they're bumping into. They're just fingering? They're just fingering. A lot of hand stuff over the jeans, Uh, over the shirt. (laughs) They're just humping away and they're not procreating. But what they're doing is they're getting the fungus close enough to other cicadas to spread. Fungus fucking. Fungus fucking. So it's there, these zombie cicadas totally being controlled by the fungus, not procreating, doing what they were uh, born to do, but just proliferating this fungus all throughout the cicada community. Had no idea. Fascinating. What? Uh, What's that going to do to us? This fungus? Nothing. Can they? Fu- can they get? Can we get it? If they get in your ear or something, get your, in your eye. Yeah, your genital falls off. A little face fuck. No, I think we're fine. I think we're immune uh, to this. It's not like that one where like pregnant ladies can't be around cats because there's that uh, parasite that makes you not afraid of stuff. You know that parasite? You heard of that? You seen that? I, I don't know that I have actually. I just knew. I did know that the dander. Uh, we'd want to keep pregnant women away from cats. So there's a, well, there's a parasite and it's for mice. So there's a parasite. The life cycle of this parasite is this. So it gets into a mouse, right? 
And what it does is it affects the mouse in a way that it makes it less afraid. So the mouse starts taking bigger risks. Uh, essentially what it does is it means that the mouse will be out in the open, unprotected, more susceptible to attack. And so cats eat the mouse and the parasite to complete its life cycle needs to go through the digestive system of a cat. So the cat uh, eats the mice, poops out the parasite. Yep. The mouse gets into the cat poop. The life cycle all checks out. So that's why they say women can't handle cat poop. Uh, is because that parasite can get into humans and affect them in small ways. It can make you uh, the same Maybe way that it affects uncle. these mice. So don't let your pregnant wife touch any cat poop because it's a little parasite. The world, nature is crazy. Nature is crazy. Nature's nature is Nature be crazy. crazy. Nature, you be crazy. It's a, uh, That's all Can we do that anymore? Hmm? You, you know think we're going to get canceled for that? Shopping? Women be shopping? Well, they do shop. Women do shop for things. Yeah. But I, I think I mean, I don't know. Maybe we I, just gotta take that out of our, our bit repertoire. All right. I mean I don't think we have anything behind it. Better safe than sorry. You know what I also did? I also did when I did, I just instinctually did a bit of a voice. I yeah. think the voice is the problem. You know the what I mean? The voice might be the problem, but I think if we're talking about nature, it's okay, right? I don't all know. right. All right. I just, you know, there's nothing behind it. I'm a, I'm a good guy. I'm on the right side of history. I don't want to be the guy that my kids don't want to bring their <laughs> friends around or uh, when they have them over, they're like, hey, he's going to say some shit. You turn your um, hat to the side. You start dabbing people up. <laughs> I, talk, I told the Chad Daniels came to my house for Thanksgiving one year. Mm-hmm. And my parents are lovely people. My mom and my stepdad are lovely people. I don't believe they're hateful people. They uh-huh. will just say things that are wildly racist out of no- like it'll just come out of nowhere. And I yeah, said, yeah. "Hey, man, you're gonna hear something racist. They're not <laughs> horrible people. I don't know what to do with it. And yeah. you know, we'll call it out when it happens. But I'm just saying <laughs> to you, I don't want you falling out of your chair or shitting yourself when something uh-huh. crazy happens. Right. And right. sure enough, <laughs> I was. I'll tell happens. you off the air, but. Uh, <laughs> My mom delivered that Thanksgiving. It was it was also such a different one than I was expecting. Yeah, yeah. Let's shut this pod down. I'll tell you the story. I probably told you before. Very excited. All right, guys. Send your stories to the local news pod on Twitter. I'm at uh, Tommy John. I don't even know if I'm on anymore. Alex is some bullshit. Alex Stone Comedy on Twitter. Alex Stone 11 on Instagram. Find me. Follow me. We're having a good time. Oh, you didn't do the buy thing. I mean, I'll stop the pod. But oh, well, now well, let's goodbye. just end it now and keep this part in. Bye. So I, just go, I just go, see you. Right? And I go, bye. And that's my bad. Bye. Was that good? I think so. It was great. And apparently, I've never been on live television before. I don't watch the news because I'm a kid. And apparently, every time, apparently, Grandpa just gives me the remote after we watch the Powerball. Ball.